time to buy in. You're listening to the Noble Capital Radio Hour. Let's start the hour. Welcome to this week's episode of the Noble Capital Radio Hour, where we explore income strategies for the modern financial landscape. I'm Sean Harris, and to the left of me is the Soldier of Fortune. He's the personification of prosperity, the man with the income plan, Jess, the architect, Hamill. (laughs) Good morning, Sean. I love those entries, those throws. They get better and better every time. And to my right, he's the lord of lifestyle, the curator of confidence, the final word on fulfillment, Jaden, the new man, Newman. Yo, morning, gents. We need a smoke machine in here, maybe some ACDC in the background. Some some strobe lights yeah. and yeah, gentlemen, welcome to the airwaves. Thanks. Good morning. It's good to be back with you guys. What's new with you guys this fine day? Uh, I don't know. Is anything new with you, Jaden? I don't think there's anything really significant that's happened to me the past week. No, not, just not just this, living. Other than the awesomeness that always happens anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You you've become des- desensitized to awesomeness because it's just all awesome, right? I'm just awesome. Yeah, well, I, I'll tell you from my standpoint, just feels like we live in kind of a rainforest right. these days. It's been muggy. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. we we had a nice weekend last weekend, mm-hmm. but then now it's uh, it looks like a, another week or of just uh, Seattle weather. Or, it's just coming yeah, down, it's crazy. And yeah. last last weekend was supposed to be just horrible, so I'd already kind of succumbed to the fact that I was going to just do you know stuff at the house, and then all of a sudden it was just like Chamber of Commerce motorcycle riding weather. It was awesome. Yeah. Both days. Yeah, I mean, what's really bad is when it gets hot after it's been raining a ton, and the air is so thick, you feel like you could drink it. You know, yeah, it's right. just so muggy. I hate that. Like I can't. Sweating in the shower? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's pretty bad. Well, if you haven't listened to this show before, or if you need a gentle reminder, we are Noble Capital Wealth Management. We're a financial advising and income planning firm focused on helping our clients achieve financial freedom through predictable lifetime income. So last week's episode, if you missed it, was entitled The Devil I Know, where we talked about some people's, call it unhealthy attachment to their 401k and why they should change their strategy as they approach retirement. So I've got a really great capital contemplations for today. Jaden, would you like to read that for us? I got you, Sean. Thanks. Here it is, folks. Capital contemplations. The measure of intelligence is the ability to change. And for two retirement points, who said it? Was it Confucius, Einstein, or Hemingway? I'm going a little Ernie. You're going to go with Ernie? Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go straight up Confucius. I'm going to Einstein. 
Neither of you guys were right. right. I was about to say, but I'm going to go with that, but I bet it's Einstein. I thought for sure he was going to get it right. Good it was, job, Einstein. It was Einstein. All yeah. Right. You got us. So you get a blockbuster gift certificate? Uh, no, that that's for the put your money where oh, your okay. mouth is got at it. the end. So we'll we'll get to that, but you know, I I should probably figure out something that I can get if I stump you on that one too. <laughs> I really yeah. like that one though, Sean. Yeah, I do too. And you know, the the thing is, having the ability to change, to be flexible is really important because we can't predict what's going to happen down the road, right? So we have to be ready to change our strategy or change our perceptions about any given thing. And that kind of segues into today's episode, which is called Good Enough Isn't Good Enough. And we're going to talk about well, basically, portfolio management. So if you've listened to this show before, we drill it into your head over and over again. you got to have a plan. you got to have a plan. If you don't have an income plan, you're doing yourself a pretty great disservice. But I want to kind of step on the other side of that fence on this episode because once you have a plan and you have everything in place, then what? You got to do something with it. You got to do something with it. At the bare minimum, you got to follow it. Yeah. <laughs> Following it is important. Right. <laughs> Measure it. Measure yeah. it. Yeah. Measure the outcome, the success of the plan. Adjust it to reflect uh, whatever your reality is at any given point in that plan. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that that's a good point because our realities change. You know, what I'm doing this year may not be what I'm doing next year. And if I have a an income plan that's that's planned out for, you know, 20 years out, we don't exactly know what the the financial landscape is going to look like 20 years or 10 years from now or five years from now. So we have to be able to be flexible. That's true. And it depends on which side of that plan you're on. So, you know, when we put plans together, almost none of it, very, very, very little of it will actually change unless we change it. So we, our plan is solid. It's life that intervenes sometimes and we have to adjust the plan to accommodate that. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I was going to say, if, if there is a such thing as set it and forget it, yeah. we, 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 got do, it. <laughs> we do that. It's just that you don't just totally forget it because there's a lot of maintenance and little decisions along the way, timing, flexibility. But it is nice, especially for those that are retiring, to have something that they just know is going to be there. It's predictable. That That's the whole yeah, point. Exactly. You know, like, That's what I tell everybody when they say, well, what are you going to do ongoing with me for the rest of my life with this plan? And I tell them, I'm, I'm going to maintain the plan for you. So if we follow the plan exactly, here's exactly to the penny how it's going to perform. But every year we're going to sit down and see if we're still on track with the plan and we can move stuff up, move it back, change it. Um, it's completely flexible and evolves, but if you leave it alone, it performs perfectly. Yeah, and what he's talking about for the listeners is that's a lot of the the predictable certain part of the plan. There's certainly other parts, you know, anything that's in a – you know, a, a, a non-structured investment, you, you still have the ability to change, make changes and do more traditional management with, with those accounts. But there's a big part of the plan in retirement that you just want to be boring and, and very predictable. I mean, that's the whole point. Yeah. And to take that yeah. even a step further, you know, the majority of the predictable guaranteed stuff is going to perform exactly as it's supposed to, but we can even change that not only before, but after the fact. So if we're supposed to start one instrument, say this year, and you come in for your review and we look down at your savings account and you've got more than you did last year 
and decide you don't really need any more money right now, well, then we just wait. We turn it on when you need to, and we can do the same thing in reverse. But once it's actually put into place, we can still make changes with it. We can stop it. We can increase it. We can do pretty much anything you want. That's kind of a good point because you do have this level of boring predictability and you do want to know exactly where your income will be coming from and and what that's going to look like. But it's also important not to be so rigid with it, you know, because your, your outlook may change, your situation may change. And that means that that plan that was structured around you know, whatever your your expectations were two years ago, well, maybe those expectations have changed and you need your plan to grow along with that. Well, even even more significant in this, uh, this plan for, no pun intended, all mm-hmm. the time, um, I will solve it in a linear fashion. So we take your budget today, we inflate it at 3% per year going forward, and now we've got a moving target to hit, and we've, we solve that Rubik's Cube based on those budget amounts. But the reality is when I'm solving this for a 50- or a 60-year-old, they're probably not going to be as spry at 80 as they are at 65. So even though we've got it laid out, a lot of times they'll forego a little bit of income and fun in the years where they're really not going to get out and, and use it and mm-hmm. back it up and get some extra income in the years where they're still having fun. And that's the fun part. That's part of the ongoing thing with clients. Yeah, I like it. You know, you know Sean, you, so capital contemplations, the measure of intelligence is the ability to change you know, that that reminds me of being being a leader, a, a business owner. You know, we say sometimes you have to choose clarity over certainty. You know, if, and this is the same thing in investing. You, if you just sit there and you're un, you're just hesitant to make a move uh, because you're uncertain, you don't want to make a mistake, you're insecure. Then guess what happened? Nothing. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not hard. Exactly. Nothing yeah. happens. You have me stumped for a second. I was waiting for a punchline, but, but yeah, I got but it. But you choose clarity, you make some moves, and yeah. then you, you measure. And if you have to adjust, then then you adjust along the way. Mm-hmm. So I can imagine there's some listeners out there that, that are kind of in that state of mind of you know that uncertainty, which is kind of paralyzing. Mm-hmm. And when that paralysis sets, sets in and you need to be making a plan and, and doing things that are structured and in place for your future that that's a tough place to be and you know we we definitely would love to hear from you we can help you get that confidence to start making decisions that are best for your for your future yeah exactly and one way that you can learn more about us get in touch with us is you can actually go to noblecapitalradio.com and you can rsvp for one of our events we hold dinner and discussion events a couple times a month. And the next one that's coming up is Thursday, May 21st at Fleming's. Again, go to noblecapitalradio.com and you can pick a date and RSVP for that event and come see us and learn a little bit more about how to achieve financial freedom. Well, we're about to take a break, but when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about some of the factors that may necessitate changes in your investment portfolio over time. We'll be right back, folks. Talk 1370. You're tuned in to the Noble Capital Radio Hour. Welcome back to the show where we've been discussing why you should regularly adjust and optimize your income plan up to and through retirement. So in the last segment, we kind of 
outline some of the the high level reasons, but there are really some very specific things that we're trying to manage within our portfolio. A lot of them are beyond our control, but one of those things is risk. So what's some of the things that you think about initially going into a constructing that plan and b reviewing that plan over time that help you manage risk so for instance your risk tolerance is going to change over time and a lot of that is built into the plan Correct. Right? right but there may be there's a lot of unknowns there like in tied to market performance and that sort of thing so let's say somebody has a specific amount of their portfolio allocated to the stock market, but all of a sudden the stock market is not performing optimally or, or how you, you would want it to, you know? So how do you go about kind of managing that risk? I assume you kind of move some things around, maybe diversify into something a little bit lower risk. If you're not, uh, you know, your expectations aren't really being met from, you know, the sort of market forces out there. Right. So you're right. Most of that is, is set up up front and we, we split it up. So it's the risk of your income and then the risk of what's left over. So when we build an income plan, we always focus on income first. So get the income plan set up um, with as much predictability and guarantee as we can. And once we know that we've got all of your income for any foreseeable um, issues dealt with, then we talk about what's left over and the risk tolerance on that. So typically your risk tolerance is a little bit higher on what's left over because if something happens, it doesn't affect your income. Sure. Um, and then some people are like, well, that's great. It doesn't affect my income, but I still want you know a relatively low risk tolerance. So it is whatever it is. But when we have a life-changing event, something happens that causes us to need considerably more than we've got coming out of the income plan. Somebody gets sick, um, you know, death of a spouse or, or some major catastrophe. Mm-hmm. Um, then you take a look at what's left over and see how how – how comfortable are you leaving that at a risk level that could potentially wipe it out for something that you need? Yeah. And I, you know, one, one thing that comes to mind here, gents is you see a lot of our clients are very well to do and they were, you know, executives or high, high paid employees. And when they retire, many times they get called back up um, from previous employers. Maybe they're, they're, you know, employer they just retired from, old friends, and they get called up to do consulting gigs or maybe to get involved in, you know, some short-term contract work. So they have a little extra pocket change. They have that extra income coming in. We see it all the time. And that's one of those things that that you have to adjust for, especially those first few years. You know, a lot of folks just don't dive right into retirement. You know, they Mm kind of have one foot in and one foot out. So the income plans that, that we set up for them are, are built to have that type of flexibility. And naturally, the longer they wait to, to kick those things on, the, the more fruit that they're, they're going to produce mm-hmm. uh, further down the road. So it, it starts to become a decision on, you know, hey, are you going to spend this money or just, just pass it on to the kids? Because at this yeah. point, we don't, we don't need any more money for you to live the lifestyle that you're trying to live. That's interesting because you, you guys always talk about this this laddered income plan that we put together. And so that really gives you the flexibility to adjust, you know, like you said, when you, when you turn on certain amounts of income and by doing so you're adjusting your ability to accumulate, 
That's true. going forward. Absolutely. You, you know, know, it's funny. It's a good problem to have, and I'm not going to mention his name on air, but Jade will know exactly who I'm talking about. We've got a client that has come into some money several times for various reasons, and he already was doing pretty well, and we already had a great plan. And I remember him coming into Jaden's office one time, and he was, like, pulling his hair out. He's like, I, I don't need any more income. I don't want to pay any more taxes. Like, just make it all stop. Just let it sit. Yeah. Man, I wish I had that problem. That would be awesome. <laughs> you remember what I'm talking about? I do. Yeah. I sure do. That's amazing. And, you know, it's amazing how many listeners right there, uh, when we talk about this, you you may or may not know who you are, but, you know, there's folks listening to this right now that literally have enough money saved up, enough of a nest egg to comfortably retire and achieve all their goals and mm-hmm. accomplish everything they're looking to accomplish. And they're still kind of listening to that, you know, that, that voice maybe on, on, on one shoulder saying, keep working, keep saving, you know, this is just what you do more and more and more. And then, and then there's, there's another voice of, Hey, you know, life is short, you know, blow the dust off your bucket list. You Mm -hmm. know, what, what do you want to do with, you know, this last third of your life? Let's, let's start talking about lifestyle now. Yeah. Yeah. So Having unexpected income like that, like you said, is a great problem to have. And I'm sure that may happen a little bit, but I think on the other side of that coin, earlier you had mentioned unexpected expenses. And I think that that's probably more a more common scenario for people going into retirement because we just can't anticipate everything. So you had mentioned somebody getting sick. What sort of contingency do you have in place in somebody's income plan to take care of? Because we know that medical expenses are just outrageous. Well, they can be. Um, so, and I'm glad you brought that point up. So, once again, because of the ability for this plan to evolve, um, there are a lot of safeguards in there for for dealing with that. For instance, I've got some instruments that actually consume a lot of the asset, but they last forever. But if you were to get diagnosed with something bad or you need to go to a nursing home, you're, you're able to liquidate that all at once in most mm-hmm. cases. Okay. So the, the contingencies are built into the individual instruments for the plan, not to mention what we've got left over in the accumulation phase that we can grab some from and use that too. But a lot yeah. of times, you know, a, a good way that – or a good example, a lot of times we're talking about funding long-term care. If we set the income plan up well enough, by the time you get to the point where you need long-term care, the income itself is already exceeding what you're going to need for long-term care. Yeah. And then anything okay. you got left over can, you know, take the, the bite out of any major you know, a heart attack or getting diagnosed with cancer, et cetera, and so on. Yeah. You know, Sean, it's interesting the, the way you set this segment up, um, discussing why, why you should regularly adjust and optimize your income plan through retirement. You know, to, to be candid, we, we don't really regularly adjust or optimize in, in the, from the standpoint of like making material changes to it. Sure. There, there's certainly tuning and timing and flexibility. A lot of that's driven by tax planning, mm-hmm. but but that that's the beauty of having an income plan. When when you go back to the beginning, what are we talking about? We're talking about income planning and bringing peace of mind. Mm-hmm. When you have that set up and it's very clear, both spouses completely understand it. It contemplates things like long term care, health care. What happens when we lose a spouse? You know, right. that's a big one. Um, that shouldn't be a surprise. What What happens? You know, if uh, the stock market crashes, what happens if 
Yeah. You know, just fill in the blank. Any major situation that happens, it's been contemplated and thought through up front. That's the beauty of of having the type of plan that we're talking about. But you know, you, you talked about the death of a spouse. Um, that's never. That's always a surprise. Well, not always, but usually a surprise, and it's never a good thing. But we we absolutely and totally plan for that up front. It's it, from a financial standpoint, there will be no surprises when that happens. We already we yeah. got it all set in place, and there shouldn't be. I mean, yeah. you you think about that 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 that's one of the most vulnerable times in a in, in somebody's life is losing their the the love of a lifetime, and the last thing you want to be worrying about at that point is where's your income going to come from now that you you know you lost a spouse. Mm-hmm. So we pride ourselves in coming in strong as a professional and as a friend on that day. Yeah, and, and, and so when I've got a widow or widower, for that matter, sitting in my office, and we're dealing with the the inevitable, it's okay. We turn to that part of the plan and pull it out. We've we've got this figured out already, so nobody has to make any major decisions at that point. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, ultimately, the best case scenario, I think, is if you have an income plan set up, then you figure out you're not spending as as much as you had allotted. Well, that gives you a lot of flexibility to either adjust the plan or the confidence to know that you can spend more the next year and be more comfortable. So we're about to have to take a break. But again, if you want to learn more about how we approach retirement planning and income planning, you can actually attend one of our dinner and discussion events that we hold a couple times a month. If you just go to noblecapitalradio.com, you can actually RSVP for a date and time that is convenient for you and come out and see us. We'll buy you dinner. The next one is Thursday, May 21st at Fleming's. Again, that's noblecapitalradio.com. We're going to take a break, but we'll be back in just a minute. If you're just joining us, we've been talking about managing your investment portfolio and why you may need to make occasional adjustments to keep your income plan on track. Now, for the first couple of segments of this show, we've really been talking about things that we do already kind of anticipate and we do have contingencies for, right? Although you do have to sometimes kind of revisit that strategy based on current circumstances. Right. But one of the things I want to dig into a little bit are some of the things that are kind of outside of our control. Right. And first, I want to talk about taxes. Now, everybody's favorite subject, right? Everybody's favorite subject and everybody's favorite use of their money. Right. <laughs> um, but first, before we kind of talk about the unknowns, can you kind of explain a little bit about, uh, you know, RMDs and some of the some of the finer points of it? Just, yeah, for sure. Just so the listeners can get a little bit of background on how we approach it. Yeah, right on. So RMD stands for Required Minimum Distribution, and it is a mechanism by which the IRS steps in and says you have been putting this money away tax deferred for a long time, and that's fine, but we want our tax. Um, so they. Give us till 97.4, life expectancy at 70. So you take the total of all your IRAs, divide by 27.4, and you have, to, you have to receive at least that much out of them. That then becomes income, you pay tax on it. So we handle that by planning ahead so that by the time we turn 70, 
you're utilizing your retirement account actually for retirement. So we spend it in such a way that we either meet or exceed the RMDs. I do have plenty of clients that come in here and they've got they've got all the money they need. They don't need any more additional income. So they end up having to take money out just for the privilege of paying tax. So if we can mm-hmm. plan that better on the front end and not be using non-qualified stuff um, more than we have to, so that we at least meet the RMD at 70, then it becomes a non-issue. So this is part of, part of the reason that you're not a big fan of the tax deferred. Does that play into this at all? Yeah, I'm not. I mean, it go back and forth for, for a lot of the segment of the population. That is actually a, a good strategy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, people that are going to be, they're going to be relying on their IRAs for much more than the RMDs. Um, so it's income, it's taxable. Um, but my biggest concern with taxes is to me, that's the risk factor too. We are, believe it or not, in the lowest tax rates, um, pretty close to in the history of, of the IRS. Mm-hmm. So, I would rather pay tax on something now than set it to the side, especially with the way the administrative changes have gone back and forth. I mean, two more elections from now, we could be at a 55 or 60 or 75% tax rate. You never know. Yeah, it's, man, you, especially with, you see, you see just coming up here in the 2020 election, some of the platforms that these candidates are running on, um, they're coming out strong. Yeah. They want to spend our money. 75% tax rates. And it's it's, it's just scary, uh, some of the stuff that you see. So, you know, they're coming after, you know, your nest egg if you're in retirement. And um, with with some of their crazy ideas, I wouldn't put it past them that they're going to even try to change some some laws or legislation that, you know, that, that seemed like it was um, locked up, that they shouldn't even be able to touch it. Every once in a while, I have clients concerned about their those qualified accounts, those, those tax deferred accounts, some special tax getting assessed to them yeah. or a, a grab essentially by the government. As, and as, the, as, I mean, that's a real possibility, yeah. right? As I disappointing mean, as that would be, and that's not something any of us ever really anticipated. I think I've, I've probably more than most people, but yeah, I mean, some completely new structure that we didn't think of that punishes the people that are, that have been successful, that have been saving that are ready to have a great retirement and have somebody come along and say, you know what, you don't need that much in retirement, so we're going to completely change the rules. Yeah, That's, and I, that's and scary. It's man. scary, and I wouldn't say it because I'm not a guns or, or in gold kind of run for the hills guy. I'm not, we're not big, we're not fear mongers, but if you look at these candidates and what they're, what they're saying they want to do with, with our money and mm-hmm. some of their wild ideas, when you put a price tag on them, it's just like, whoa, if, if yeah. this person gets elected. Trillions and trillions of dollars. It, exactly. How are we going to pay for this? So that that's a real concern. You know, when you talk about tax planning at the at the RMD and, say, Roth conversion, some of the just those core tax planning strategies. Again, the beauty is I'll, I'll reiterate what I said last segment. Uh, the, these well planned out and well thought through plans, these income plans have tax planning um just threaded all all in them um, as a matter of practice in our office. Yeah, at every at every stage. At literally. every stage. So these things are actually planned for. It's not the 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 go to tax strategies like RMD and tax free accounts and Roth conversions, th- those types of things. But it, it would be something more out of the blue, out of left field, like some crazy legislation or some some crazy regulatory you know stuff I could, that yeah. comes I could in easily place. see some legislation saying that if you have a certain amount of qualified tax deferred money trying to target people that have accumulated and done well that there's some special different tax bracket just for that and you know if you don't if you don't believe me if you don't think that's a possibility just look at social security which was never ever supposed to be taxed and now it is taxed a portion of it is taxed based on how much additional money you make which means if you are successful 
you pay tax on your Social Security. That was yeah. never the deal. That's a yeah. whole out of left field new deal. Yeah, and that that's interesting that that you guys bring that up because we have no idea what type of legislation or regulations are going to be put in place, you know. And as we have come to learn, pretty much anything can happen, you know. There, there's no like, oh well, the government can only do this or they can only do this. And you had mentioned Social Security, which is because I, I made a note here that's interesting because Social Security is kind of another one of those unknowns now you know, we're sure it's going to be around in some form or another, right? What are they saying? 25? There's supposed to be an issue? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And they've announced publicly that in 2025, we've got an issue. And right. they don't know how to solve it. But somebody's going to be getting less than they were supposed to at some point. So no again, doubt. that's perfect evidence of why you need a plan. That's an example right there, because you can't count on Social Security. And now Social Security obviously only make is going to make up a very small percentage, hopefully, of what our income is going to be in retirement, but we still do have to plan around it for tax purposes. Yeah, for sure. and, you, and we, you know, we talk about most of our clients are not heavily relying on Social Security. They're sure, not, they didn't retire and then take you know Social Security and then spend out a little bit of savings to live on a few thousand a month. But mm -hmm. if you think about it, two spouses, both with a successful career, that's over seven thousand dollars a month mm -hmm. um, in Social Security. In many cases, I mean, we're talking upwards of seventy to eighty thousand dollars a year. So you're approaching a hundred thousand a year. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's at risk for something. That's right. And, you know, another another thing when I heard you talking, Jess, it's when you think about the, the just the crazy moves in tax brackets and in rules with your retirement accounts, there, there's this whole side of, of retirement planning after we get the income plan done, after we get everything laid out so that you can have that lifestyle you're looking for in retirement. There's always the conversation. The next level is your estate and your legacy plan and yeah. how are you going to pass these assets on and that's a very vulnerable spot that's where uncle sam loves to come in at that point in the family's vulnerability and and do a, a, a grab as, as well um many of us have heard about the estate tax mm -hmm. you know the they call it the death tax yeah the that's, death tax. that's had more volatility than the income tax brackets i mean we've gone from no estate yeah. tax to ridiculous amounts and back to none. I mean, as every time we go back and forth, left, right, up there in the in the administration, that goes up and down. That's and, just mm -hmm. to be candid. That's the first yeah. when they say you know tax the rich. That's the first place they go after is is after tax dollars you've already paid taxes on. That after you pass away, you know, I mean, your family's not going to really need all that, so we can just come in and take another bite at that. And remember, it's absurd, man. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's not a matter of whether they need it or not. It's it's it's. I, I worked. I paid tax. I now have what's left over. It's my money. Now I want to give it to my daughter, and she's got to pay tax on it. Yep. She didn't. She didn't. It's not a, an earnings. You know, it's already been taxed. Exactly. And the the problem is they they try to find that magic line there of of what they call wealth, so that there's enough people below that line that it's not going to affect that don't care. So yeah. they're like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, tax the rich. You know, if it's over twelve million dollars, who needs that much money? You know, they just take half of it away. That's that's ridiculous. Man. It is, and you know, what's interesting is the the lawmakers. Uh, all typically are in those brackets where it would affect them. Right. So the same ladies and gentlemen that are, are writing these laws and, and amending the laws um, have also created loopholes yeah, and always solutions Absolutely. around this. And and this is for the listeners here. This is, is where our training lies. This is where our specialties lie because mm -hmm. even though these, these draconian, you know, rules are in place and these laws – we we have the ability to help you get around that with just sim some simple estate and legacy planning 
uh, that, that we talk to clients about every day in here. Yeah. yeah. So a, a perfect example of that is um, what's the limit on Roth on contributions now? It's either fifty five hundred or sixty five hundred. No, no, I mean income wise. Oh, income wise. Seven thousand now for us. Well, for me, not for you. <laughs> yeah. When you get phased out. Yeah. Um, it's going to be in that uh, one one eighty ish or so for a couple filing jointly. Yeah. So, so for the listeners out there, if you think because the two of you together make two hundred thousand dollars that you that the Roth is not an option for you, just remember the people that wrote those rules are making more than that. Um, there's a backdoor entry into that is just so simple it's ridiculous. You just go to your IRA and then convert right back to a Roth. So that's my point. Um, they come up with the rules that are supposed to affect the better off people, but then they instantly put a backdoor in to get through themselves. And that's, that's up to us to find those so that we can bring it to our clients. Yeah, that's a good point. And I want to just be clear for myself. Like, I, I'm not espousing any particular political philosophy on the right or the left. I just plain don't trust politicians. <laughs> so I don't care if you're blue or red. Um, you know, they, the, the people who are in control have, you know, their, their finger on the button, so to speak. And so they make the rules to benefit themselves. So, um, I'm not going to get into any tinfoil hat conspiracies, but I, you know, I just want to say, regardless of what, you know, the administration is going forward, it's going to flip back and forth. There's always going to be these issues to worry about. And there's always going to be these problems that you have to anticipate, which is part of the reason you have to be flexible with your income plan. They are. And, you know, I mean, the administration changes left, right, going back and forth. That's been going on forever. I mean, that's nothing yeah. new, but it seems like they're, we're getting further and further and further apart. We're getting so much more polar, polarized. I agree. When we go from, you know, red to blue and blue to red, the, the, the changes are significant and the long. The pendulum reaching. swings farther yeah, now than it used to do because the goalposts have been moved. You right. know, the, the right is farther right. The left is farther left. And so it seems like it's more of a shock to the system when we do get a change in administration from one party to the other because their, their you know, views and philosophies are so vastly different. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. so what? What's interesting here is, you know, the the key is you're, we're not going to be able to control all of these crazy, you know, political uh, risk that crazy that, politicians that may or may not come <laughs> down the pipeline here. But this is where a good advisor that's focused on the big picture is yeah. is going to really prove their value. And absolutely under the whole topic of of asset protection. That's that's a big part of what we want to talk to our clients about. After we nail down that plan and we, we, we set in that lifestyle, we do need to protect that nest egg from several different forces. Yeah. And there's that that's a whole other discussion. If if you're listening and you know there's some things you're concerned about there, there's definitely ways to protect yourself and fortify your your position so you're not exposed. Um, out there in, in the event that something does come down the pipe. Yeah, right on. And, and just, just know this for the listeners. If you're, if you're ahead of the curve, if you've done better than the majority of the population, you're the target. Bottom line. Somebody's coming to get it. Well, but that's, that's because you, you've, you've got the money. You know, they're not going to go after somebody with no money because the money's what they want. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's all relative. You know, what, what is rich? You know, I can remember when a millionaire meant uh, that was a huge deal. And it's right. probably that big of a deal right now. You know, so it's uh, anything above that 80th percentile, that's going to be the first target. So if you're in that, if you're in that demographic, just know that you need, you need more planning than somebody that's not, bottom line. Absolutely. And if you want to learn how to get more planning, well, you can come to one of our dinner and discussions about how to 
achieve financial freedom and lifetime income, which is what we do here. We have one coming up Thursday, May 21st at Fleming's here in Austin. And if you just go to noblecapitalradio.com, you can RSVP for whichever date works for you. But again, the next one is coming up here May 21st. Yeah, for sure. That's two days for my birthday. So get, oh, get nice. in and see Jess before he gets a year older. Yeah, and buy him a drink, too, yeah, for, for his sure. birthday. <laughs> uh, we're going to take a break, but when we come back, we are going to play everybody's favorite segment, Put Your Money Where Your Mouth Is. Hold on just a second. Be right back, folks. Talk 1370. Once again, this is the Noble Capital Radio Hour. And we are back. If you just tuned in, we've been explaining the logic behind maintaining some sort of flexibility in your income plan so you can make adjustments to your portfolio whenever it's necessary. In the last segment, we were kind of talking about some of the unknown legislative and regulatory things that might come up. And obviously, there's a lot of unknowns and unpredictability when it comes to the government, and depending on what administration is 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 making the rules, right? Or, or even private um, entities affecting pensions. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's a good point, because pensions are something we didn't even really mention. Pension, mention. Sorry. <laughs> but but that's a good point because pensions are one of those things that were always part of the, the three-legged stool that were supposed to be the most reliable of income sources. And over the decades, I mean, they've, they've dwindled to where there aren't a ton of them in existence anymore. Not everybody can count on it, but, you know, they're, they're also not as reliable as people had traditionally thought in some cases. Yeah, we learned that with Enron the hard way the first time, right? And it's just kind of gone kind of iffy since then. Right. It's true. There And there can be a lot of little surprises when we're sitting down planning with clients. There's a lot of these weird, um, like, deferred comp plans or sort of these um, options or, or special um, employee, employee stock plans where – the timing of, of when you need to take that income down and the taxability of those things really come into play. And sometimes, you know, a client doesn't really fully understand that plan and, and how it works until right. it's being rolled out and they're being, you know, they're being provided their options right there at their retirement, at their exit. So when you have a, a, an income plan put together, you've got to be able to make adjustments because one, one of the big things we don't want to do is pay taxes on money we don't need. That's mm-hmm. kind of tax planning 101. Or, so, pay, or pay a higher percentage because you didn't plan right, and all of a sudden it's all getting back to you at the 37% level. That's right. And you th- what you thought was a benefit, you know, some something that you've been counting on all this time is getting scalped by, by Uncle Sam. And, you know, there's no, no, no worse feeling there. So those are things, if you're listening, if, if you have some of those, um, you know, just call them peculiar um, compensation uh uh, features in your compensation plan and you're coming up on retirement, that's something you want to sit down and take a look at as early as possible. Yeah. yeah. I mean, deferred comp's a great example of that. I've seen people come in that are making, you know, three, four hundred grand a year and they're deferring a hundred thousand of it so they don't pay tax on it now. 
and you know somebody's got a million dollars saved up they retire in november they've already got three or four hundred grand in income and they get it all at once and now they're scalped at a much higher tax bracket than they would have been if they had just taken the first place it's like yeah. totally defeated yeah. the purpose it's not what you think about when you're given that from the employer it's yeah. like that's a Sounds great like a day this time, is right? fantastic uh, <laughs> yeah. thank you and then it's you're looking back like what the heck i <laughs> I, I didn't have any idea the taxes were going to work like this on this i thought yeah. this was a, and a that's, gift that's the point is you you never do you you never know exactly what's going to happen you know when it comes to like taxes um specifically but those are all great points and uh, it seems like you guys kind of attacked this from every angle which i really you know appreciate you know just kind of kind of learning about all the little nuances of it but every, every angle we can anticipate we hit yeah absolutely but real quickly and very quickly i want you to put your money where your mouth is this is where my esteemed co-hosts have to come up with a phrase related to this week's episode, and I get to decide how they have to deliver it. Every week, I seal the guidelines for the game in the Sean envelope, and I open it on air so they never know what to expect. And if I stump them this week, then in next week's episode, they have to give me an epic intro at the beginning of the episode. How do you feel about that? I feel great because you're not going to stop me today. Are you sure? Yep. Did you cheat? Nope. Game on. I'm just like ultra confident today. <laughs> you are ultra confident today. Yep. All right. Well, I've got the Sean envelope right here, and let's let her rip. Okay, guys. I'm not going to make it too difficult on you this week, but in exactly... Nine words sum up today's episode. Right on. I can do that. You got nine finger. You can count to nine. Count to okay, nine. we're good. Keep it under 10. Are you sure you can count to nine? Thank you, Sean. Okay. All right. Exactly nine words sum up today's episode. Here we go. While the guys are racking their brains trying to put this one together, I just want to remind you that you can learn more about us at noblecapital.com. Check us out on Facebook at Noble Capital, on Instagram at Noble Capital Radio, and you can download every episode of the Noble Capital Radio Hour wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, that is your time. What did you come up with? Who's first? You want me to start us off? Sure. All right, I'll warm us up over here. Here it goes. Jaden's putting his money where his mouth is. All right, let's hear it. When it comes to retirement, choose clarity over certainty. Hey. I think uh, he stole part of that, man. That's that's like half plagiarism. Isn't that a beauty? Did he steal it from Confucius? I think so. Bring or, it. Or did he steal it from Jess? <laughs> no, he didn't steal it from me. Seems, hey, seems try, like I heard half of that try, already. Try to call reasons. me out. That was authentic. <laughs> it's all I'm gonna I'm gonna Google that and see what comes up. <laughs> it's, in, it's in typical Jaden poetic, profound kind he, of speech. Again, he's the master he of is, analogy. Man. He is, man. He's got yeah. the gift of the tongue. Yeah. Give me that one more time. Let me hear it one more time. That was beautiful. When it comes to retirement, choose clarity over certainty. Yeah. I like it. It's like good. It. 
All right, Jess, I'm not sure if you can beat that one. He might have you beat already, but... Probably not. Let's hear it. So when, when unexpected events hit you, we've got you covered. Hey, well, that's, that's straight good. That's straight to the point. Yep. That For sure, that's an upbeat. That's what, that, and yeah. that, that's good. We want our, our clients to... I mean, that's the point of having a advisor or retirement, a coach. As you know, when something yeah. comes up, you just pay him a visit. Come see us. Come we, see us. We fix it. Rarely do we have anyone leaving here feeling, you know, more stressed and more confused than than when they came. If they're engaged and they're willing to sit down and have an intelligent conversation about their portfolio, you're leaving here with a weight lifted off your shoulders. Always. And that's that's a wonderful feeling. Yeah, that makes me feel good. Yeah, no nobody ever leaves here feeling less confident or less secure or like they're that's going the to have lower lifestyle. That is absolutely the truth. It is. Yeah. It really is. It's it's one of the things that brings joy to us about this business. Yeah. Of course, we want to be successful and profitable, but we really want to be able to make an impact on people and forge these long-term friendships and, and relationships. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, that's part of doing the radio show is we want to get information out there and we want people to know what to think about and kind of educate them and get them thinking about what their retirement is going to look like. And if you folks out there listening, again, want to learn a little bit more about our philosophy and how you should approach your retirement income, go to noblecapitalradio.com and you can RSVP for one of our dinner and discussion events. The next one is coming up on Thursday, May 21st at Fleming's here in Austin, Texas. Again, that's noblecapitalradio.com. And guys, guess what? I can't imagine what. That's it for the Noble Capital Radio Hour this week. I'm sorry, man. We're done. All right. Well, I'm Jess. I'm Jaden. I guess I'm still Sean. (laughs) And remember, life is short. Plan to enjoy it. We'll see you back here next week. All opinions expressed by the speakers on this radio program are solely the opinions of those speakers and do not reflect the opinions of Noble Capital, Acute Financial, Streamline Funding, or their respective affiliates. Each speaker's opinions are based upon information the speakers believe to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Each speaker's statements and opinions are subject to change without notice. The information discussed on this radio program is provided for general informational purposes only, does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you, and should not be construed as investment, legal, tax, or other advice on any subject matter. The information discussed in this radio program is not intended and should not be viewed or construed as a recommendation, advice, offer, or inducement to buy, sell, or hold securities, insurance products, or any other financial products. Before acting on any information discussed in this radio program, you should seek appropriate financial, investment, and other professional advice based on your particular facts and circumstances. Current or past performance is not indicative of future results. You should be aware of the real risk of loss in following any strategy or investment discussed in this radio program. No outcome or profit is guaranteed. Any transmission of information through this program is provided on a non-confidential basis and does not create an advisor-client relationship between you or anyone of Noble Capital, Acute Financial, or Streamline Funding. Some information provided in this program may reference other service providers, including websites operated and maintained by third parties. Such information is included solely as a convenience to you, and the provision of such information does not imply a responsibility for such third-party information or an endorsement of the linked site, its operator, or its contents. Acute Financial and Streamline Funding are both wholly-owned subsidiaries of Noble Capital. Noble Capital, Acute Financial, Streamline Funding, and or their respective affiliates and principals, which may include the speakers and guests featured on this radio program, may receive compensation from the sale of financial products featured in this program. Reproduction, distribution, republication, and or retransmission of any portion of this program is strictly prohibited without the prior written permission of Acute Financial, Noble Capital, and Streamline Funding.